0: So, let's get this party started
1: okay
0: all right gentlemen are we ready i think so let's go insert coin to continue hello internet and welcome to another episode of geek fanthology i'm your host neil cordran joined this week by
2: the one true Ben
0: and my last time. In fact, I think entirely because of that, um, we're going to talk about beat-em-up games. (laughs)
3: Well, I guess you could argue that um, the genesis was me playing River City Ransom with my brother like it was 30 years ago when he was in town visiting. So, you know, that was the inspiration. I just mentioned it because it was an easy signal boost. I'm like, hey, that's a thing I didn't enjoy.
0: So, yes. Beat'em up, games games wherein you uh proceed to typically to the right and beat everyone up hence their names
3: yep side scrolling fighting games whatever you want to call it beat em up is the typical vernacular your final fights your double dragons at all
0: mhm
2: but boosts before we get into that signal boosts yes okay well i guess i'll go first um so i've got a couple things that uh uh this week more than normal um so uh for any of you vr folks um where is my dude um just recently um did a just recently subscribed to this channel uh it is uh where is it VR gamer uh there he goes VR gamer dude um he is a uh he's an influencer he does VR games uh he's also a uh um meta ambassador he's got right now n- almost 10,000 subscribers uh has just all manner he does uh has a bunch of uh bunch of VR games that he does I actually get to uh, meet him in person uh, so <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude um and then in person i thought he was a vr dude <laughs> he's a vr gamer so is he a yeah. vr trooper
0: i have no <laughs> idea
2: uh, what uh anyways yeah, I'm sh- uh but I'm sh- so anyways um and so uh next one i'm uh you know next thing i'm uh is as always vision cons coming up at the end of april beginning of may mm-hmm uh where i will be there and the episode should then, be up by then okay hopefully uh, otherwise we'll be talking about this in the past tense and no. finally uh last thing uh signal boost uh took part in a uh, larp game this last weekend uh a group called Meadowmere mirror uh, metal larp here in springfield missouri it's pretty fun um got to watch people beat each other with uh, soft padded weapons um some of them you know and there's room for every style of play be it murder hobo or high end role playing, it works uh, works for everybody. Just gotta be able to be ready to get out there and actually let someone hit you with a stick. Even if it's a soft foamy padded one. So so that's my uh that's my uh, signal boosts. Obligatory
3: lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so um
3: obligatory Final Fantasy fourteen talk. I don't really have um, I don't really have anything specific, so I figured I'd just do kind of a grab bag catch all FF14 thing here, uh, because as we're recording, um, they have just updated the uh, the 6.1 patch newfound adventure website, and they had their uh, live letter in the wee hours of the night here in uh, in our time. It was like three in the morning Central time, so I was like, yeah, fuck that. Also, they don't you know they don't translate it live anymore anyway, so it's kind of whatever you just. I mean, they'll have like the uh the images and stuff that's translated, but you know, you basically just get a summary from your youtuber of choice or what have you. You know, but you don't speak fluent Discord Japanese or whatever, unfortunately, no. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm really excited for the new patches. It's going to be it's a massive pass, and a shitload of content. Um, for people that are uh, any any fans of like mythology, Greek mythology, and stuff, will be uh interested in the new Alliance Raid. It's going to essentially be like Final Fantasy version of uh, storming the um, the gates of the gods. You know, the um, why am I drawing a blank here? Help me out, Neil. The- Mount Olympus. Yes, thank you, Olympus. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Because uh, there's like the 12 when it comes to the mainline Eorzean deities in FF12. And uh, of course, you know, many of them are going to have similar like domains or inspirations. Yeah, yeah. There's other, there's, there's. I was other gonna say, I, I do remember like the gods in guys. Final Fantasy
0: XII, but you kind of kill all of them.
3: <laughs> well, in a Final Fantasy game, you tend to kill god or gods a lot. Um, but yeah, that's fitting because it's an alliance raid, right? Um, so presumably you're going to be dispatching at least one god or at least you know um, one who is. I don't know. It, the the, the story is vague, so it doesn't. You know, it's kind of unclear. It's like will you actually be destroying? uh some god or gods or is it a thing that is believed to be a god or that is like taking on their persona or is it all some sort of weird timey-wimey thing who knows we'll find out when we actually play the content (laughs) but it should be pretty cool and there's a lot of a lot of new stuff they're adding i got to say
0: i think it's funny that you will mention that you will mention things being timey-wimey and yet you've still never seen doctor who
3: (laughs) well you know it's part of the part of the vernacular now i guess and you know the whole thing about where you know your friends start saying things and then you start saying them because your friends are saying them so i think i think i have you to blame for that neil i think you started consistently saying timey whimey" and it kind of stuck with me plus it rhymes (laughs) so it has to be worth you know almost every who
2: fan almost every who fan is going to spout that at some point
0: well i mean i've got the entire speech on a poster that goes that enters into my almost doctor who themed bathroom. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: and the uh they had an official release date for that which is April the 12th just around the corner by the time the episode is posted the patch will be out I'm sure
0: I'm trying I'm working hard to get to get to get the backlog out which people will have noticed by now because this is the last episode probably that's going to be part of our part of my actual backlog
3: <sighs> But yeah I mean other than that I mean you know people can hop on the official site to get all the juicy info now that it's out there, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, should be pretty cool. Um, let's see other stuff. Don't really have a whole lot. Um, I guess, um, I think it pretty much covers it with the, between the, the website, um, and the official date. I would just be redundant to that point, but um, I'm sure I'll share impressions at some point It'll mm-hmm. be a nice chonky patch, so looking forward to it.
0: I can kind of uh, I'll take this opportunity to kind of piggyback a little bit off of uh, off of your thing um, I am uh currently on my on my twitch channel, I am doing a Playthrough of all of the mainline final fantasy titles. Um, I got one through six from the, the, the pixel remasters of one through six, and I've been playing through on them, uh, pretty hard. I finished one, um, on Sunday and I'm pretty deep into two. The VODs will be up on the channel as well. That's twitch.tv slash ring it on blue. Um. And now, and and if you uh, tune in for, and if you watch the uh, the stuff for Final Fantasy II, you get to see me getting really angry at the game. Oh, that reminds me. um... But we'll get to that when we talk about when when we when we get back to our to to when we finally get to return to our old to the old Final Fantasy retrospectives we were doing at one point.
3: I may have to. uh, I may have to. Hit up a YouTube clip and link it here in a moment, but um, I saw the most ridiculous clip of uh, this game. I, I don't know if you've heard of this, but there's this game called like Stranger of Paradise that apparently just released or is like about yeah. to release. and Stranger it's like, a weird origin for the beginning of the Final Fantasy series. It,
0: yes, it's a and it like theoretical... straight up
3: references like stuff from the first game.
0: Well, that's because it is. It was designed as a theoretical prequel to final fantasy one right and the origin of garland
3: right but i the clip i saw was just the most fucking clown shoes thing you can imagine it's like this this girl is like giving this earnest like meaningful dialogue where she's like t- talking about how she made this sacrifice for the greater good and this guy just kind of like stone like stone face looks at her and goes bullshit and just walks away and starts playing a limp biscuit song i shoot yep. you not a limp biscuit song this is entirely like, accurate. <laughs> Is this <laughs> this is the biggest fucking tone shift I've seen since it's the v- room?
0: It's a very memeable. Um, it's the memeiest thing. It's I've a ever very seen. memeable. It's like, like they
3: specifically designed it to be a meme. Like it's fucking bananas. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to, to do it justice. You have to see. So it
0: you've actually out. seen the room now.
3: I, to, much to my shame, I have not watched <laughs> it all the way through yet. But uh-huh. some from the bits I've seen, um, you know, there's that. I got a Blu-ray
0: of it. I could lend it to you.
3: Yeah, I'll have to get on that. But I, well, the thing I'm thinking of from the room is like where they there's that big, um, you know, there's this big exchange and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, hi,
0: Mark. The oh, like, hi, Mark. Uh, the moment complete is, 180. Is, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. She's lying. Oh, hi, Mark. Now this is, this puts Ohai Mark to shame.
3: It's like, this is like (coughs) exponentially higher in how ridiculous (laughs) it is. But I I don't know. I mean, Squeenix, come on. Like, I love you guys, but Limp Biscuit, what
0: the fuck? Squeenix has been weird of late. Also, Um,
3: I, I would, to be fair, and, you know, to kind of... Show that I'm not just a pure fanboy here when it comes to Squeenix. They're also doing some weird bullshit thing with like Chocobo GP where it's like, hey, we're just straight up porting a mobile game and like not really changing it at all to consoles, and then you have to buy the game, it's not free to play. Oh, but then we also want to beat you over the head with microtransactions and we're trying to like milk all your nostalgia. It looks so like it's like a generic I, cart game that's not like I don't know, that bugs I, me.
0: I have many things that I could say about Chocobo GP. And about Squeenix's behavior of late, despite the fact that I am playing through the Final Fantasy games and am quite happy with the pixel remasters, the company is—they uh, have been what you might call really bad of late. Um, we may or may m- like we may or may not end up doing something talking about. Uh, metaverse and nfts that actually that that skirts a little close to territory i'm i am contractually Damn. obligated to not discuss um so not sure about that yet but um i i, I will give my brief two cents here which is it's all bullshit
1: <laughs> oh
0: quick somebody meme him clip it and ship it it's bullshit and and, <laughs> and uh squeenix has um <laughs> squeenix the, the the ceo of square enix at least has uh, gone pretty uh strong into nfts are the way of the future and great and and y'all just don't get it play to earn is a thing that everybody wants
3: <laughs> what a ridiculous fucking phrase
1: yes
0: it uh, is no one just plays video games to have fun they play for a play. sense of accomplishment and earning square enix has bit has uh has had a number of massive missteps lately but that is an episode unto itself and we will talk about it later in playing the meantime for a sense i'm of playing final fantasy
2: so playing for a sense of accomplishment and earning isn't that what i go to work for
0: well yes well, but you, you those things make, aren't <laughs> you don't make them money when you do that
3: true The the whole i mean that's like conflating different things it's like First of all, no, nobody plays games for one catch-all reason. That's just stupid. Exactly. Secondly, yeah. um you can have a you can have a sense of accomplishment by like, you know, doing a thing within the game for its own sake. It doesn't have to relate to IRL somehow. It's fucking stupid. Hell, there's uh, there's this little thing, I don't know if you guys have heard of them called achievements. You know, like 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, obviously people do things. Even long before that was everything, people just did stuff for bragging rights or for the hell of it, or because, you know, they were a kid and they only got like a game or two a year, Christmas or whatever. Like, they, yeah. you know, the internet didn't exist. You couldn't get a million games. You're like, okay, well, these are the you few flip. games I have. So, hey, let's beat Final Fantasy with a party of four white mages. Why not? <laughs> right. You
0: know? Yeah. Speaking of, my my party was three black belts and a white mage. Three it was black. Belts consi- and a white
3: mage walk into a bar.
0: It consisted of uh of Neil, Mike, Ben, and Healer. <laughs> and they fight a bunch and, of
3: pirates and they then
0: wind up taking the pirate ship because they won the fight.
2: And Ben kept dying. So it's which weird. one was I? One of the black belts?
0: Yeah. Okay. All three of us were the black belts, and then the healer was um, the white mage healer. was was just healer.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm. Ben, I'm really disappointed in you.
2: I know. I'm trying. Kept like we I think it's just because you we were at to the top
3: of the power. party,
0: but you just kept you you kept dying.
3: We got to give him a lower belt or something. Like every time he gets knocked out, it's like okay, now you're busted down to like red belt. Now, hmm. now it's like brown belt, red tip, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So speaking of uh, of belts oh, and beating people gonna... up and things along those lines.
3: Hey, that's a segue. I like that. <laughs> right. Yes. Let me get my belt.
0: Spoiler of the week is very obviously barf.
3: let oh, see. I was going to go with your girlfriend has been kidnapped or ex's hmm. girlfriend has been kidnapped because that's the like fucking most common trope of these things ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would work too. But I don't know. I, I, I was, I'm a big fan of, of barf myself. Yeah. Which is a thing that, uh, that enemies would say when you killed them in River City Ransom.
3: It reminds me of that scene in uh, in Monty Python and The Holy Grail where they come across the carving and it's like og and he actually carved out og like <laughs> wouldn't you just barf you you wouldn't say it because it has quotations like it's quite it's being you know it's 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 not, it's not just a sound effect they're actually saying the word barf. Yep. But yeah, hmm. what are you gonna do?
0: Right. Uh, so we waxed poetic a bit about River City Ransom. Uh... Last time, because both Mike and I have very fond memories of it, so perhaps we should talk about it about differently. <laughs> uh, Mike mentioned uh, bad dudes, uh, in our little uh, chast uh, Facebook group. You ever you played bad dude? dude? Have you ever played bad dudes, Mike? Oh,
3: hell yeah! I played the actual arcade game back in the day very nice Now, you, are you a bad the, enough
0: dude to save the president <laughs> who's been
3: kidnapped by ninjas <laughs> you gotta love it but in all seriousness though like um it's kind of a combination i guess you could say it's kind of a hybrid game because it's like yeah it's a beat-em-up but it's also a platformer and there's some games yeah. that are like that you know kind of like a shinobi or whatever like mm-hmm. there's some games that kind of skirt that line it's like yeah it's a beat-em-up but it's also a platformer it's like kind of a gray area yeah but I think well it counts.
0: So, beat em ups share a lot. Like, beat 'em ups share a lot of uh, of overlap with action platformers. Um, which, like, if you think about, like.
3: Like Ghosts and Goblins or whatever. Ghosts and Ghosts Goblins, and Goblins
0: Strider. Um, yeah.
3: Kharkov. I don't know that one. That's the one where you're that dude who's got, like,. You're like a strong man with a big old belly, and you belch fire, and you have like a ponytail braid thing like Yang from FF4. I don't think I ever played that one.
1: Hmm.
3: I don't remember much about it, but I remember it being fairly fun. But I was easily entertained back then, so who knows if it actually holds up. Now, I know Bad Dudes holds up, because I played that at an older age. I'm like, yep, this game is still fun as fuck.
0: Oh, yeah, Bad Dudes is great. Um, I would say, like... I think really the the way you can sort of differentiate is how much like how mu- how much uh platforming you have to do in the game.
3: Yeah. Like Ninja like Ninja, recall-
0: Ninja Gaiden for example is more of a platformer a than a beat 'em up.
3: Right, that's true.
0: The enemies really function more as puzzles than as uh
3: well, I think it's more like, um, it's not just the quantity, but it's the difficulty of it, right? Because it's like, yeah. bad dudes, I, I remember that having a fair amount of platforming, but the platforming is really just jumping from one thing to the next. There wasn't a, there weren't like jumping puzzles or like anything that was too elaborate, you know? Yeah.
2: So when we're talking about, you know, um, 80 side-scrolling platformers, having worked at little Zulman, I got to see a lot of these. <clears throat> and I didn't think I was going to be able to talk about this as much. But if we're going back to the 80s, you know, back when I was alive, uh, I was the only one of us alive, I think. <laughs> Obligatory Ben yeah. is old joke.
3: I mean, we're alive. We just weren't old enough
2: to play the games
3: yet.
0: Uh, right. So and so in any I really wasn't alive during the 80s. So, I, I came into I came into existence. Okay, so I was alive then I came into. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the baby of this group. I, right. I came into existence in 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 eighty nine, so I'm really right. technically more of a nineties kid. Yeah, it doesn't quite count.
2: Right. So one of the ones I remember from that time is POW, Prisoners of War. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that game. Right, so it's it in four stages. Yeah, uh, I think it was eighty eight actually. No, um, no, I
3: mean the, the arcade, I'm talking about the arcade, nineteen eighty four. Oh, 90, okay. Oh yeah. yeah, here
2: in Springfield. Right. Yep. And then um, one that was later on that I. I thought was hilarious. I never got to play much. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Never. I've
0: actually played Cadillacs and Dinosaurs.
2: Right. Um Is that like it it,
0: it got a Super Nintendo port.
2: Right. Full of Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Right. But speaking of 1984, um Kung Fu Master. I remember that one.
0: Kung Fu Master is actually really um it was one I was gonna bring up um because it's actually uh it it's it it is a a semi it is a historically significant game mm-hmm. because it is a beat be it it was a beat' up but it was also um the bosses at the end of each uh level of the pagoda
1: mm-hmm.
0: were it, it that is like the 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 fact that they that you had to learn how to fight them and it was and it was more than just it was more than, than like even the bosses at like the ends of at the, at the end of like double dragon or other things along those lines it was essentially the prototype for how fighting games worked and that's partially because the guy who worked on kung fu master also made, worked on the first street fighter game
3: now hold on a second was this actually called kung fu master or was it just kung fu
2: no kung fu
0: master
3: um Am i thinking of the wrong game
2: no, you maybe? may be
3: thinking of the the there's a nintendo game which may have been an arcade game first where you like you're in this big ass pagoda thing and you go down these uh these like different levels and you you fight all these mooks in the meantime and then there's like a boss well, this
2: was the original side scrolling beat-em-up i mean this was the um no 94. kung fu master
0: is the one i'm thinking of
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, which is some similarities. I think
0: my that it, uh, actually, I think it was ported as Kung Fu because. Oh, okay. On... So they
3: re they rebranded it. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we are mm-hmm. thinking about the same game then, right? Where like right. The, the guys run at you with their arms up like idiots, and you kick them in the chest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, the that's easiest the way to clear up this confusion. The, and the guys that just run at you,
2: going oh, like morons. Right. And the most irritating about, thing about this one is you had a time limit to beat the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're I do remember be there doing... being a time limit. Yeah.
0: And yeah, you are working your way down the pagoda, not up the pagoda. Working
1: it's your way the, down?
0: It's the exact opposite of uh, Game of Death, which is definitely what it was based off of.
2: Right. Ah, uh, yes. And of course, I remember TMNT, um in the arcade.
3: Heck yeah. And the uh, blatant Pizza Hut advertisement strewn about it.
2: Right, because pizza, man.
0: Hey, it's not as bad as Yonoid.
3: yeah although that game was actually fucking legit oddly enough.
0: oh it is well that's what's so
3: funny is like you'll come across these branded games that are nothing but a giant advertisement but like one out of every four or so just like a really good oh i don't know that's an arbitrary ratio every once in a while you come across a really good one
0: there is actually a very specific reason for that and that is because yonoid wasn't yonoid in japan
3: Uh, of course it was
0: give me a second here
3: so this is the old the old classic serial number filed off and then we put a new yeah. name and image.
0: no ninja hanamaru <laughs> or, masked Nin- or masked ninja hanamaru so let me get this straight you have a game
3: that you are a masked ninja running around doing platformy things and uh, dominos goes hey what's up so could we just pay you guys or did they just rip it off and not compensate anybody?
0: No, no, no. They, 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 they pizza hut or not pizza, Hut, Domino's licensed the game and imported it.
3: Okay. I see. They basically just said, Hey, that's a nice game. Could we just give you the stack of cash so we can tweak it and use it? As an
0: exactly. There's, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we don't really want to work out how to make our own game. So
3: and they're like, I don't know. You just and want to pay
0: for yours. Just they just kept
3: pushing another pile of cash and they go, all right. <laughs> I guess we can just make another game.
0: Right. Mm. <laughs> so would you just change these like 12 sprites?
3: But I remember that game being ridiculously fun platformer. And then like at the end, you'd have the little pizza eating contest and it was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a little bizarre. Anyway, we're getting off into the weeds here. So yeah, on, especially since it really <laughs> wasn't
0: a beat-em-up game, it was more of a yeah, it was just platformer. A platformer. But yeah we'll have like a i said the, i i, I feel like the the delineation between a platformer and a beat-em-up game is
3: no that is important
0: it yeah. is um at least in my opinion the delineation exists wherein the enemies in a beat 'em up game are, are are kind of the main draw whereas in a platformer the movement the platforming is
3: yeah, I would see kung fu is weird. That's like right down the middle on that pendulum, like that spectrum, because you're beating up people constantly, but you're still the objective is to really just progress. So it's kind of weird, <laughs> and you are going right, but you're also going down.
0: That's because it was. It, it, that's because it also was, it, like, beat up <laughs> kung fu was is is the er ur- example of a bunch of th- of of different types of game. Is the problem there? It really it it defies uh, being smacked into a single box, so to speak. Yeah.
3: So we should probably get to the uh, the iconic stuff before we run out of time. The big ones that people think of when you say em up games. There's probably going to be <clears throat> Double Dragon, mm-hmm. uh, Streets of Rage, and Final Streets Fight. I would argue the three and most Final Fight. No, yeah, those would be the games.
0: The th- those three are definitely the ones that most readily spring to mind when I've been w- when thinking about uh, beat 'em ups for me. Um, uh, ironically, I've never played any of the Streets of L- Streets of Rage games. They
3: are quality games.
0: Yes, I I am aware. Um, I had a roommate in college who played Streets of Rage four. All the time on his uh, on his Wii.
3: Oh, uh, do you have uh, do you have the Nintendo Online membership, Neil? I do. Okay, because you can get Streets of Rage two on that if you have the like premium version of that. Just FYI, the one
0: the, the one that also has the the Sega and the, the uh, one that N- gets you all the things N64 Yeah, sixty four sixty four and Sega.
3: Yeah. yeah, there's actually some pretty cool Sega games on there. I'm gonna say they've got Shining I, Force and yeah. Streets of Rage two and I
0: haven't sprung for that. Another beat 'em up that I that I think. Pro- honestly, deserves to be on that list, but maybe it doesn't. Would be Golden Axe.
3: Yeah, Golden mm-hmm. Axe is pretty iconic. Um, I think that's yeah. that's a, yeah, that's another one of the games you get on it. it. It's every time I see some sort of like classic retro pack or thing, like Golden Axe is just like a go-to. There's just everywhere. That must yeah. have sold a gazillion copies. And of course, you know, one of the things, of course, people are going to be recognizing here is that yeah, the lion's share of these games are arcade ports. Like double dragon, yeah, the, huge arcade the, game, the real huge thing. Arcade
0: game. You, you want to know you want to know really where Golden Axe made all of its money in the arcades? Yep, mm-hmm. because that thing just drank quarters.
3: Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. I remember playing it at the uh, the skating rink as a kid.
2: Right. Okay. Galaga so,
3: was my go to though.
2: Yeah, and TMNT drank tokens. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Um, we had right. to. So most games, we could empty out the the, uh, the token bins at the end of the week, you know, on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> TMNT, we had to do it twice a week.
0: This, and it this had the,
2: to this, it had double bins. That's this so is also not,
0: the obligatory one of Ben has worked every job under the sun
2: <laughs> joke, too. Ben has done many things. But yeah, it it was it was weird because we would have to on Wednesday nights usually um, go out, undo you know, open the game and just pour out tokens because one we would run out of tokens if we weren't careful, <laughs> and uh, you know, um, so yeah, it was it was uh, it it ate it ate it ate uh, ate up yeah. tokens.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because uh, it it had a very like beat 'em ups have a very good game loop mm-hmm. and can be made punishingly difficult mm-hmm. so that you are, you are incentivized to, uh, to drop quarters into them. They really were like designed for arcades.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. They were, um, one, well, another one that, that we saw a lot of was X-Men.
3: Well, well yeah, we were going to get to that, could, that one. You could play eight at a time, so the was
2: crazy.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll get More. there. And also, welcome to die.
3: <laughs> Which in Marvel vs. Capcom, Deadpool, one of Deadpool's Deadpool sayings said, is that he gets hey, all the different characters. Welcome to die. Good stuff.
0: Also, I am Magneto, master of magnet. <laughs> I've so, yeah. I've listened to that to that whole like that is another game that uh that has just like that that just quarters, all the quarters, forever mm-hmm. quarters.
3: Yeah, I remember the, the bosses and X Men would really kick your ass.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially pyro. I, was I remember specifically was having difficulty it. with pyro. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he'd get all squiggly and like scoot his butt down to a corner, then have the crazy white AOE fire thing, and it was yeah, it was BS. Mm-hmm. People just have to resort to spamming their special moves on him right. but, until yeah. you run out of HP. Yeah, that's the thing. Use like, all your bombs. Well, that's part of the design. <laughs> they they create a situation where you need to use your special attack, but your special attack takes away your health. Therefore, you're about to die. Therefore, you put another fucking quarter.
0: Yeah. No, it, like they were insidiously <laughs> programmed. Oh,
3: yeah. No doubt.
0: Um, another really like another absolute classic when it comes to arcade beat-em-ups was Konami's The Simpsons. Another eight-player game, if I recall correctly.
3: Four-player. Well, another one, enough Simpsons for that. Yeah. Because it was, was just the player. actual um, titular characters, right? You had Lisa, Bart, Homer, and Marge. And Marge,
0: yep. Yeah. And Lisa and Bart and Marge and Homer actually had team-up attacks. Oh, that yeah. That,
3: that was pretty cool. I remember that.
0: But yeah, it's a four-player madness. Uh, Lisa used a
3: jump rope to fight? Yeah. I want to say. Marge used the vacuum cleaner, and then Bart out a skateboard. Yeah. Marge using the
0: vacuum cleaner was what made her demonstrably the most the the best.
3: Uh, um. Well, yeah, and didn't she just have a whole lot of reach that the other yes. characters didn't have? Yeah, yeah, she
0: had twice the reach of every other uh, uh, character in the yeah, game. I kind of feel
3: like low key Marge is the best character because you can like stay at a distance and not get hit so much.
0: Kind of like how how Donatello is almost always, yep, like the best uh, turtle to use. Yeah. <laughs> Because that staff is just longer than everything else. And Mikey is hard mode. Oh, yeah. Or not Mike. Sorry, Raph. Raph is hard mode.
3: Yeah, I guess you're right. That would be the shortest of the short. Yeah. Yep. See, we we can remember all eight X-Men. You've got Colossus. Colossus.
0: Wolverine. Dazzler. Dazzler, Yeah. I was going to keep Dazzler for the end because (laughs) Dazzler. I know, right?
3: Storm. Cyclops, mm-hmm. uh, that's six,
2: I think. Yeah, was Nightcrawler in that one? Nightcrawler. My yeah, boy Nightcrawler,
0: Nightcrawler was there. Yeah. And shoot, I don't know. Give me a second. I think we mentioned
3: Storm. Oh, Iceman was one of them, wasn't he? Um, Hang on. I will find out. I feel like it was mostly Cyclops, OGX Colossus,
0: thing. Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler, and Dazzler. No, there was only six players.
3: Oh, that's yeah. weird. I thought it was eight. Mm-hmm.
2: No. So
0: I guess it just, but, 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 and often you would only find, um, cabinets that had four, um,
3: yeah, sometimes
0: that had four joysticks. So it was all, honestly, it was really cool if you could find a six, a six, an actual six player cabinet.
3: Yeah. Back when Mr. Gaddy's was a thing. They actually had the full on six player cabinet.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. God, I remember working at Mr. (laughs) Gaddy's. When I first moved to Springfield, that was weird. There were three in town, so um, another one. Um, God, suddenly I can't. Gauntlet is another yeah. one like that, but yeah. it's not a beat 'em up. It's a four player game.
0: But, so, yeah,
2: you... I would I would argue that
0: the original Gauntlet is not a beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's actually more of a maze game, but. I would actually agree that Gauntlet Legends mm-hmm. right. and Ga- Gauntlet, uh, the other one, Dark Crusade? Dark or... Legacy. Dark Legacy, thank yeah.
3: you. Yeah, the modern the modern Gauntlet games are straight-up beat-em-ups. But the I, classic uh, ones are more of a, just like a mazy...
0: I painfully remember thing. going to Aladdin's Castle in Jefferson City and managing to spend $20 in tokens on that game, and not realizing it.
3: Yeah, gauntlet really sucks up the old quarters. Yep. Either version, yes, but indeed. especially the first version, because the barbarian first
2: version, needs food badly.
3: The first version, is, you're you're in these narrow ass oh, lanes, so it's like you can take a wrong turn and yeah. just get fucked. Like there's there's not much wiggle room. Mm.
0: For me it was always blue archer needs food badly. Right? Well, what was up
3: with the weird poop demon that was always chasing you? I,
1: just, yeah, like, I don't you look like a turd.
3: That. Well, in the Nintendo version of the game there's this little there's these little like black circular shapes kind of like Vector Man, only not um, not uh, empty or whatever or transparent. Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. opaque and they're all like dark black color. And you just look like a little poop monster running around. That's what my brother and I would call them. <laughs> monsters i'll find the sprite and show you what i'm talking about and it's <laughs> definitely a poop monster in in our head cannon, anyway right but it's all about being the elf in the treasure room holy shit that was amazing you're mm-hmm. just running around like you're on you know like you're on meth or something mm-hmm. right. gobbling up all the treasure before the other slow ass characters can get to it So, Gauntlet, that's a bit of a digression, but <laughs> well, I
0: mean, like like I said, the, the the 3D Gauntlet games were very much 3D beat-em-ups whereas Yeah. the first one I wouldn't say was. So what, what do you think about the beat-em-up Gauntlets? I it's, it's kind of I eh. loved Gauntlet Legends. Uh like while See, I, I was I embarrassed only... to have spent $20 on that game, I also yeah. enjoy I I also like I the reason I Discovered I had spent that much money on that game was because I had been too absorbed in the game to realize how broke I was getting. See, I only—I think I only
3: played the Dark Legacy one, It was just kind of okay. Maybe that's the problem—is I didn't get to play Gauntlet Legacy. Yeah,
0: I've heard that. I've heard that Dark Legacy wasn't, in fact, all that great.
3: Yeah. I don't know. It's just like sometimes there'll be a franchise that'll have a certain like feeling or like vibe or mood or whatever you want to call it. And I felt like Dark Legacy didn't really didn't really feel like a gauntlet game. Like it just kind of felt like it just kind of had the name and like a few superficial trappings, you know.
0: Legends is definitely one of those games. One of those like there are a few arcade cabinets that I would really like to own. And Gauntlet Legends is one of them. So I could maybe finally freaking beat it. Because it's a long-ass game. Hmm.
3: Some of the games uh, didn't really get the chance to play the arcade version, just played the the ports as they came out. Like Final yeah, I never Fight played... is a good yeah. example of that. I never got to play a arcade version of Final Fight. It was always just console ports.
0: Yeah. Final Which, Fight you know, guy. Uh, I
3: don't know, there's a certain, like satisfying like visceral you know like using the joystick you know there's like it's true. hard to replicate that you know with a controller i mean granted you can get joystick controllers i guess but even then sometimes mm. it's not really the same but uh yeah i mean the ports are all by and large pretty good i i played a little bit of final fight in the arcade because there's just like a random uh it was one of those things where it's like I was out and I was like on vacation or like like some reason I was in some other town. So it was like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got to pounce and like played a little bit and then that was it. I didn't really have much of a chance to get very far in it, but, um,
0: everyone's always so big on Mike Hagar, but no, it, it guy is, is where it's at.
3: <clears throat> well, you know,
0: at least in my opinion, which is I don't correct. Know.
3: I didn't exactly pull anybody on who their final, who their favorite final fight character is. I, I I don't know if that's entirely accurate, because it's like, didn't they specifically bring Guy in because it was like, oh, due to fan demand, like now he's a playable character in the home version of the game. Like, Yes. So I kind of feel like maybe that's a little off base. Like maybe he was really popular because they brought him in specifically because he's popular. I don't know. I will say this, though. Mike Hagar is the mayor of the town. And he's like, all right, well, I guess it's time to just uh, wear only suspenders and go in there and beat ass myself. Well, I mean, he also
0: wears pants. <laughs>
3: Uh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I do. Well, I mean, he was—he was so totally uh, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> yeah,
3: well. <at laughs> the if the you'll remember,
0: Jesse Ventura was what the governor of?
3: He was the governor of Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. But yeah it, see, here's the thing: is like back then, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know who the fuck that was. Like <laughs> I was a kid, so it's I like, like the the, the a lot Ventura. of those. See yeah. the body Ventura? Yes. Yeah, he's a wrestler yes. before that, obviously. So it's like.
2: A lot of those references
3: were like lost on me. Yeah, Predator. Yeah, ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, that's where I knew him from. Yeah. By the way, I would like to point out he found the time to bleed. (laughs) Well, eventually. He he made the time to bleed.
0: Right. Sort of by, you know, dying. Yeah.
2: He's not one of the few that got to the chopper. Yeah, there's only like two that got to the chopper.
3: (laughs) It was really, well, I mean,. It was uh, Schwarzenegger and whoever that chick was, which right. I don't really think counts because she wasn't part of the original group. Right. I
0: would like to digress for just a second and, and just and and just mention on man, the plot to Predator is weird. I, that that's that that's all. It's just it's got a weird plot. <laughs> There's no real reason for the Predator to be there other than. It's his movie.
2: Well, he's just there to hunt. That's, yeah, he's just there for the
0: the challenge,
2: you know?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could say that about anything, right? It's like the blob. Well, why is the blob a thing? Well, because just
2: go with it. Because it exists and it eats and that's what it does. Because
0: it Hmm. eats and creeps and something slides across the floor and
2: goo and yeah. I can't remember the whole song but so um there was one that i enjoyed it was very very obscure and i think i've mentioned it before we've uh, probably never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> well it was it was just it was it was at the it was at the arcade and i love the way it worked called new zealand story um i've played new zealand story you know the one i'm talking about awesome yeah the one with the kiwi Yes, and you're going to rescue all your friends, and as you yes. as you power up, you get better weapons until eventually you're in a little spaceship, just you know, <laughs> just like blasting everything on the screen. But you're actually
3: you're actually a kiwi. You're yes, you're a kiwi. kiwi
2: bird. That's why it's New Zealand's story. <laughs> exactly sounds bird. like a hate crime, but
0: okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they like they 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 they, uh, they 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 you know the kiwi thing is it is actually like a culture. It's not it's not a Reductive stereotype. It's it's.
2: You're actually a kiwi bird. uh yes, it's their actual of, thing, and
0: also yeah. like New Zealanders apparently are really cool with being kiwis. So. Oh
3: yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm being facetious.
0: It's not I'm a not derisive, uh, not, a a, yeah, it's it's not a derogatory thing. Yeah, it's not a derogatory term. It's. Their kiwis it shouldn't be
3: kiwis are fucking delicious.
2: Well, mm, the, that's a fruit. <laughs> now,
0: yeah. Well, so, yes, something I am talking that, about the fruit. Yeah. Some, the, apparently the birds taste pretty good, too. But um, something you may not notice is that no, no, is that kiwi birds are freaking huge. Like, you'd think they're about the size of the fruit. No, they're like the, like, their bodies are, t- are about the size of a cantaloupe.
3: I'm going to have to look up this game now. Got me curious.
0: Yeah, kiwi—the New Zealand story. It's definitely a bizarre one.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, thing is, is your girlfriend has been kidnapped. <laughs> it's yeah. Player controls Tiki, a kiwi who must save his girlfriend Fifi and several of the kiwi chick friends who have been kidnapped by a large blue leopard seal. Um, yeah, that was like a third of all the games. Was your girlfriend has been kidnapped
3: x right. has
0: been kidnapped it, it is yeah but to be it, fair it was almost the... always
3: the girlfriend
0: yeah yeah what's yeah, even yeah. best is in double dragon at the end uh after you've beaten the game and rescued the girlfriend billy and jimmy fight over who's uh, over who gets to be the boyfriend
3: yeah oh, jeez. Aren't so, are they? Aren't they brothers too? Yes. That makes it even weirder. <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, no. your brothers like grow up. Yes. Yeah.
0: But honestly, um, that's what I—that's—that's that's one of the things that that makes me just love it because it's just like seriously, what? Okay, it's just fine. Leaning into the ridiculousness.
2: Yeah. Right. So another thing about New Zealand stories is—is uh, that—and uh, I found this out by accident—but there are warps. Uh, hidden warp areas in the in certain levels, where you can just completely bypass whole chunks of the game, or go to secret levels and get even cooler stuff. And if you die in the last level, there's a heaven level. There's also um, hidden
0: warps in Yonoid. Speaking of, to call back to to yep, earlier in, yep. in the thing, I remember one that you that you specifically have to. Fall through a through a floor that slowly destroy that slowly breaks underneath you, in the ice level. Ah, uh, the um, ice
3: le- um, dude. I was just thinking about the ice level. Yeah, it's crazy that I remember that shit. I was like, isn't that the yeah. ice level? <laughs>
0: yeah, because you have you have ice ice floors that break underneath you, and if you if you stay on them too long, then you they drop you into the in, 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 into the into the death plane. But. One specific one will instead warp you like three levels ahead. Also take you to a mini game where you have to beat people in the where where you're playing whack-a-mole with a hammer and the moles are enemies from the game. Man, you know, it is weird. <laughs> but
2: yeah. It's and it was a fun part of working it in an arcade, it is all the little thing little obscure games there was one fighting game where you were pe- playing various animals i can't remember the name of it but you're playing various uh, animals with various uh with different uh pole arms
0: <laughs> i'm yeah, on that already Pole arms yeah it doesn't Forgetting bring any pitch. immediate bells for me
2: uh it was yeah it was uh i can't remember the name of it uh, but it was fun
0: Uh, one had, Like
2: crescent moons. One was just a regular spear. I think one was a trident. So <laughs> that's another
3: topic to kind of subtopic to banter around is all the various weapons you get to pick up and use in those games. Right. River We've City got... Ransom had some interesting choices, like giant garbage cans and tires.
0: Well, the, the garbage cans weren't giant. They were just exterior metal g- dumpster cans, primarily. Wait, you mean they were Oh, okay. You mean
3: they were supposed to be like full on I don't know. It's just like the scaling of the game made it feel like it they were as big as you were. So I don't in my know. My
0: opinion they like they the size was actually about spot on because theoretically they were supposed to be like the kind that you would take your your uh bag out to and and put the bag in the thing for the they just mean the... a straight
3: up street side dumpster.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, well, an old school street side dumpster. Hmm.
3: In any event, weird choice of weapon. <clears throat> sure. Also, it's even weird that you uh, like in final fight, you would just have random items of food like on the street, and you oh, think it's yeah. a good idea to consume them, and then it actually makes you healthier. It's like, yeah, you got to pick up I, that.
0: Uh, one could pick the up violence. that street turkey.
3: Parents could maybe defy <coughs> the violence of the games, but wouldn't you argue that it's a worse idea to teach little Timmy to like, eat found food on the street than that fighting is cool? Street turkey. <laughs> right?
0: right. Everybody <coughs> loves street turkey. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Bless you.
3: Thank you. And there'd be some items that you wouldn't even think would be helpful. It's like gum. Soda. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's straight up garbage. Like, <laughs> even if these things mm-hmm. were hypothetically right? uh, sanitary in an in individual packaging, it's like, no, this is not gonna... <laughs> Maybe you get a sugar rush for a few seconds, but then you're going to crash like a motherfucker, and some weirdo with a mohawk's going to fucking suplex your ass. <laughs> right? Uh... The cover art for those things is always interesting, too. You have some glamour shot of somebody getting like punched across the the you know art or whatever mm-hmm. sunglasses flying giant spiky hair all around that was the sh- that was always the shorthand for like oh hey look it's a punk uh, well how do you know he's a punk bob because he has a mohawk mohawk <laughs> and sunglasses <laughs> he's up to no good he's got a mohawk and sunglasses <laughs> that's the uniform of those street gangers don't you know it right? was just like it was a very much a like hey hi how are you fellow kids like even back then <laughs> you know Right. I would argue, it was just like you know, people in suits like trying to, or you know, I mean, nerds, I guess, that are developing the games. Like, well, what are what are street toughs? I I, I barely leave my house. What do street toughs look like? I don't know. Give him a mohawk and some sunglasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. He's a bad dude up to no good. You can tell by oh. mohawk and sunglasses. <laughs>
0: well, and, I'm sorry, you're... I'm 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 laughing at the equally reductionist stereotype of. Of game programmers are all complete nerds that never leave their house,
2: right, yeah um, well, I mean,
3: back then, like I feel like there's a lot more truth to that, you know because right. I mean, let's think about this. We're talking about like the eighties and stuff, right like gaming wasn't nearly as ubiquitous and like socially acceptable as it is now, you know this is true we're yeah. talking like forty year almost forty years ago.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, I
0: mean I mean, you know, it was okay for Christian Slater and uh and Bo Bridges. What do you th- uh what movie are you referencing? The Wizard. Uh and Wait,
3: Christian Slater was in that? Yeah. You're talking about the fucking Mario movie, right? With yes! United? Oh god. Christian Slater and one? Bo
0: Bridges. Wait, was he the Power Glove kid? No, no, no. Christian Slater was the older brother of the the kid uh, 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 that was trying to find, what's his name, who was heading to California. And and who was uh, the wizard?
3: Gratuitous advertisements, my God. Just a giant Hmm. Nintendo advertisement. I love the Power Glove.
1: It's so (laughs) bad. (laughs) <laughs> he
2: actually Nintendo, says
3: that Nintendo trying to be cool is one of the most fun cringes to watch you know yeah. like you see some of those old like advertisements like now you're playing with power or now you're playing with power Super power. which by the way Paul Rudd Super Nintendo commercial look it
0: up good stuff <sighs> for that matter just look up uh, you could also, also go down a very fun YouTube rabbit hole of crazy japanese nintendo commercials
3: <laughs> yeah i would imagine
0: because i mean japan is known for crazy commercials in general but i, I think the legend of zelda rap, uh, japanese rap is uh is definitely up oh
3: there. i've seen that that's classic yes <laughs> yes that is glorious but yeah um final let's see final fight um
0: yeah um did you
3: like which games
0: did you play So, um, of the really classic, um, beat-em-ups, uh, I play, I've played some final fight and I, uh, uh, we had double dragon three, the sacred stones for the NES and we never beat it as children. Right. I went back in to try and play it again as an adult I understand why we never beat it as children. (laughs) The final boss is bullshit. It flies and like.
3: I don't remember how many of those games there were, but I remember there was at least five because I specifically remember there being like Double Dragon 5, The Shadow Falls for Super Nintendo. It was like an advertisement in an old comic book that I had.
0: Yeah. I think there were... I th- I know there were... Th- I know that there were three because we played the heck out of Double... Dr- we owned Double Dragon 3. Yeah. And we rented the heck out of Double Dragon uh, 1 and 2.
3: I remember there's, like, a spinoff, like, tourney fighting game, too. I don't remember what it was called, but...
0: And, of course, there was Battletoads X Double Dragon on the uh, yep. on the uh, Super Nintendo.
3: There's actually a really cool... Uh... The TMNT Tournament Fighter was actually really good. The game was way better than it had any business being. But I digress from my digression.
0: Oh, that actually reminds me of a beat-em-up that also had a Tournament Fighter that, had, that was better than it had any reason to be. Which would be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Hmm. Specifically, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Tournament Edition. Which just... Which forewent all of the side-scrolling beat-em-up portions, and instead was Zord Battles.
3: Well, I mean, getting into giant robots and beating the fuck out of other giant robots mm-hmm. is always good, no matter what branding you have on it.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot of the, uh, the... the I'll tell you, the, the, um, the beat-em-up that I have the most vivid memory of playing um is spider-man maximum carnage
3: oh yeah yeah i i played the shit out of that game and had of Um, course the red cartridge which is super cool
0: yep and my parents did not approve of it because they thought it was too violent
3: and i was obsessed with venom during those days and had all those venom comic books so it's like i was in i was a nerd heaven because you could play as venom or spider-man yeah it was so good and, of course, you had those cool, like, uh, those little assist items you'd get where you'd have other heroes come in and do a special move and then like, yeah. leave again. You'd have, like, Cloak and Dagger and, like, Daredevil and all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Firestar, of course, would really beat the shit out of Carnage for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good times. It was a fun game. There's also that Separation Anxiety game. that was pretty I, fun.
0: But it wasn't nearly as good
3: as Maximum Carnage.
0: My brother and I played a lot of, of that because you could actually play it two-player. Um with one person being Spider-Man, the other person being Venom. Right. But you're right, it was not as good. Oh, you could just interesting because... two player. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn that was two player. Nope. It was a one player game. That makes no sense. they
3: you have both characters right there. They're specifically calling a truce during the comic series, and then
0: you don't make it a two player game. What mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> this was uh the this was the one of the main complaints that i remember from uh from when it came out and my parents were like no you can't play this it's too violent and we played it anyway um but there was definitely uh my cousin robert was the one who actually owned the uh super nintendo and we lived near him so we could leech off of it um
3: i mean I find it funny these days too. There wasn't even any blood in it. Like,
0: no, but it was called Maximum Carnage. It had a red, uh, it had a it had a uh, a red uh, cartridge. It was rated M for mature, which was actually Hmm. true. And my parents, um,
3: maybe the standards were like super tough back then because there's no way in hell that game would be mature these days.
0: Not these days, no but uh also my my parents were significantly less cool than they are now <laughs> like it's they well, were they were really kind of stick in the mud party poopers is when i when i was younger but you know that's whatever i do love my parents so I know my dad sometimes listens to these episodes, although I doubt he'll, he'll listen to this one, but uh, <laughs> I love you, Daddy. You're great. That is <clears> weird.
1: <throat> I
3: don't know. I guess... Uh, let's see. I'm trying to rack my brain. Yeah, I, I can't actually remember playing it with anybody, so you must be right. It yeah, just, no, it, was it my literally
0: mind. just did not have a two-player mode, despite, like... Robert was the one who rented it, and he invited us over to play it. (laughs) And come to find out, despite the fact that it has Spider-Man and Venom in it, it is a one-player-only game. In a way,
3: it's kind of three-players because you've got Brock, and then you've got the symbiote.
0: (laughs) And, uh...
3: By the way, that would be a great premise for a brawler, is, like, like a big ass game where you could have like four to six players, and you're all a, you're all a specific symbiote, because you know how they had like five different ones or whatever at one time with the, yeah all the crazy yeah shit? I definitely remember that. You could have uh yeah you could have a whole like squad of symbiotes going on. Just saying.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a missed opportunity.
3: It was the superior game despite being one player. So.
0: Yeah, well, that's because it came out first somehow like nothing really made sense about that game, like why it was so much better than
3: well, there's something about than something the one that came after it, it. it was, I don't know it just felt like it there's just it had this kind of like generic like repetitive like lack of i don't know.
0: It had lack of polish, yeah.
3: Yeah, it didn't have the whole like it didn't have the same génie quoi, the same like presentation. Because I remember like you had the whole like comic book style presentation and everything, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, it just it just I got the I got the feeling that they that the people that put Maximum Carnage together cared about it a lot more than the people like separation anxiety reeked of somebody who's like, okay, here guys, here's this IP, and like nobody actually knows anything about it, and they just kind of vomited out. Yeah, like sometimes you can tell when like. The people involved aren't necessarily into it. And then you can tell in a good way when they are. Like like Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, he's all about that shit, and you can tell.
1: Oh, by yeah. the way, Deadpool
3: is another good... Um, well, I don't know. It's not a beat-em-up in the traditional side-scrolly.
0: It's thing. a 3D beat-em-up, though.
3: But yeah, it's... it's a, I'm talking like 2000... I want to say... Was that 2000... 13 I don't I can't remember.
0: You can't buy it anymore. It, it's, it's like
3: uh, PS360 era. Yeah. The
0: licensing the licensing deal for it fell through and is no longer ex- uh, accessible via um standard channels, shall we say.
3: I got the PS3 copy. Good stuff. I got it
0: on Steam because it's because if you own it in your library, you can still down, the, the, like the downloads are still available. It's just not it's just not purchasable anymore. Um
3: So, uh, what is your, what's your favorite weapons when it comes to beat-a-mumps?
0: When it comes to beat ups, ups uh, I, I don't tend to want, like, to go in for weapons, actually. My, my main, my main deal is, is, uh, kicking people. I've always been a, a you know, kick, 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 kick,
3: It's hard to argue with the baseball bat. That's just a good, staid and true classic. You got a lot of baseball <laughs> bats and double dragon games, um of course lead pipe is another classic choice a lot of those in final fight what i found ridiculous was you'd actually get like fucking katana swords and i'm like okay what what's going on here (laughs) it's like why do i have to chop this guy 50 times with a fucking katana and he keeps getting back up kind of feel like uh you know i don't know that's that's almost as dumb as uh lightsaber you know like taking like acting like a sock and bopper in some of those Star Wars action-y <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it for gameplay reasons, but it's like, come on, it's a yeah. lightsaber.
0: <laughs> and just to be pedantic, Katana Sword is actually redundant.
3: Well, yeah, that's like saying ATM machine, I suppose. Yes. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Katanas. Chains. <laughs> rocks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know like in 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 Double Dragon uh in Double Dragon I was always I was always a big fan of the of the beer bottles for some reason.
3: Oh yeah, that that was a thing in Final Fight like the broken beer bottles. It's always fun throwing I think the most fun you have with a weapon is when you're on the far left side of the screen and an enemy's in the far right side of the screen and you mm-hmm. chuck it at him and it hits him perfectly right in the face and they fall Oh down. yeah. It's hard to beat that feeling.
0: Oh, speaking of, uh, speaking of beat-em-ups, uh, a recent one that just recently got re-released on major consoles, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus The World, the game, um, is a really good old-school, uh, pixel beat-em-up. It's a shame it's owned by Ubisoft.
1: I
3: forgot, um... One that's, well, at this point, you know, it's it's somewhere between classic and new because it's been out a long time, but it's not like something from the 80s or something. Castle Crashers. That's a great beat em up.
0: Oh, yeah. Been, the,
3: that, wasn't that originally a Flash game? It was. Yeah.
0: Kind of like how Super Meat Boy was originally fast a Flash game as well.
3: It's crazy how many different, like, ports and releases that Castle Crashers has had. It's been super successful
0: yeah it's a lot of fun i like i, I like at this point like uh beat em up games are really like the place to look the, the, the place for that is is like the the, the, the not the place for that the <clears throat> like you get a lot of of retro beat em up like Specifically yeah. intentionally retro beat em ups these days. Um
3: well you have the people that grew up playing them are now designing them, so it makes yeah. sense.
0: Like Streets of Rage five, four? That just came out recently.
3: There's probably five. I have a feeling that they probably made four before that. I know even back in the Genesis days, they had three of them out already.
0: Um give me a second here. And Streets Rage 3, you had like Streets of Rage 4, kid. actually,
2: oh, uh, which four.
0: was released hmm. um, two years ago. Well, there you go. And is an old school 2.5D uh, uh, beat-em-up. Pixel, uh, pixel style. Um, really solidly good.
3: Oh, you know, it was another great beat em up, which was uh, in the Super Nintendo era that was ported to that from the arcade it was tr- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 Turtles in Time.
0: Yes, that's all right. I mean, that's that's a I could have sworn we had already brought up Turtles in Time because, no, yeah, Turtles in Time is great. We just talked, we about, two. To we
3: just talked oh. about Turtles, the arcade game. I don't think we actually you're right, we only talked about Turtles, Turtles in time. Tur- yeah. See, Turtles in Time is like you know, for <laughs> obvious reasons, it's like okay. The premise is you're traveling through time. So each level is its own discrete like time periods. So it's yeah. like it's a built-in amazing premise for cool art and like kind of um novel game design.
0: Honestly, know? when it comes to uh when it comes to three to when it comes to beat em up uh TMNT games, Turtles in Time is where my brain goes first.
3: I remember those the future level where you're like jumping around on those little platforms and knocking people off their little like floaty platform thingies, you know? It's kind of like a la... Uh, Back to the Future too. It's pretty cool. Or like those hover things in Episode 3 on the lava planet, you know? Those tiny little platforms. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> there's like a Wild West level, and um, I want to say there's like an Egyptian, ancient Egyptian level, but I'm not sure if that's true. There was or a if I'm dinosaur level that. too, wasn't there? There was a dinosaur level, yes. I do remember
0: Anytime, that. anytime time time travel gets involved, so do dinosaurs. Pretty much you ha- also have to involve dinosaurs
3: yeah which kind of reminds it. me of those like creatures you get to ride in golden axe where you like set shit on fire or, like the giant mantis things you get to like swipe at them. that's good stuff
0: i would say that those are more dragons than dinosaurs
3: yeah but you know it's reminiscent
0: they're actually really drakes because also what's his name um, could actually, actually summon a dragon <laughs> well no no because like what's his name could actually summon a dragon is his bomb attack
1: I
3: don't really remember the special attacks much. The dwarf.
0: He would he would throw a thing up in the air, and a dragon oh. head would come in and hmm. breathe fire all o- over the entire stage.
3: You have those stupid little treasure goblins that would like steal your shit in the middle of the night, and you had to whack them. Mm-hmm. And they like spill out those little potions, which was the inspiration for the, obviously, for the treasure goblins in Diablo 3. Mm-hmm.
0: Reminds me, um, which I think it was, well, (sighs) trying to think there, there's a, there was an arcade beat-em-up. I want to say it was some of the D &D and D beat-em-ups.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. There's where you actually got to where you could
0: actually progress your character.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, you straight up leveled up and stuff. It
0: had RPG elements in your in your beat em up. I it actually got really the weird.
3: little I got the little combo of those games on Steam and played them. It was, they're really fun. There's one that's like The Tower of Doom or some shit and I can't remember the name's exactly, but there's yeah, there's two of them.
0: Yeah.
3: You had fighter and magic user like all the old school.
0: And of course, things. the most powerful the most powerful class elf. elf.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: You knew where yeah. I was going with that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you know, I played the game so.
0: Well, that and and th- there there is one constant in what one one thing that is constantly true in every beat 'em up game I have ever played ever. And that is whoever has the most range wins. Right? So the elf was also an archer. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you could kill things from across the screen. Which made it not like not just as a joke, but legitimately made it the best uh the, the best uh character in my opinion.
3: See I wanna see an I want to see an elf that's like a fucking swole berserker type just to just to play against type, just to, you know, go back against all those stereotypes. So they always have to be some lithe Orlando Bloom looking motherfucker.
0: No, my, my uh my my sister actually has a tendency to make specifically gnome berserkers in D D.
3: <laughs> nice.
0: No well no I should say gnome barbarians, but yeah. Yeah. So
3: I always thought seeing Gnome Warriors and WoW back in the day was always funny. You have know, this tiny little dude who's like two feet tall, like tanking this giant fuck off dragon or beast or whatever. You know, it was just a yeah. funny visual.
0: Uh,
3: I remember there's a uh, there's a guild called Schrödinger's Gnome, and I always thought that was funny. So, fighting games. Digression. Well, no, not
0: fighting <laughs> games. Uh, Beat em ups.
3: Yeah, you know what I'm saying fighting is a vague
0: term uh, hey here here's here's a here's one that that maybe no one here has played i I've, I've never even played it I just know of it um and by know of it I mean a little second here Drum roll. it sorry give me a second here
3: While you're doing a thing, I would like to point out there's a Super Nintendo game called Ninja Warriors where you are like robot ninjas in the future in a dystopian. Oh well, yeah, future. Ninja Warriors! <laughs> it and at the really, end, if like you an win, easy game, but it was super yeah. fun.
0: And at the end, when you win, they blow, they they they, they set off your self-destruct uh, bomb, and like like even when you win, you 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 don't get to survive. At the yeah. very end, when you, like, kill Hitler or whoever it is.
3: <laughs> I don't remember, but...
0: Because there's a few where you, you end up a... having to kill Hitler.
3: The only time I remember killing Hitler is in Wolfenstein 3D. Which is funny, because he's not even the end boss. He's, like, halfway through the game boss. There it is. I That's Mecha-Hitler, specifically. Yeah. Hmm. Does make you wonder what he was doing, just kind of roaming around in a mech suit, all willy nilly. Like, did he know you were coming, and he was trying to defend himself? Like, I don't get it. He was just kind of
0: roaming around in a mech, like it's a mm-hmm. Tuesday. It'll it will find the dang game. There was a Mortal Kombat beat beat 'em up. Oh, Shaolin monks. Yeah,
3: you're either Liu Kang or Kung Lao. No, that's that not the one I'm thinking of. Um... Oh, there's a different one. Yes. Oh, wait, Mortal Kombat Special Forces, where Sonya or Jax, or possibly some of their character that I can't remember?
0: Uh, no, I'm specifically thinking of Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which was atrociously bad.
3: Yeah, that was not very good. <laughs> now, Shaolin Monks was actually fun.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I was thinking of the bad one, because it's... It was
3: such a disappointment because Sub Zero is one of my favorite characters the franchise, and I loved Mortal Kombat, and so I was all jazzed, and I got it, and I'm like, "Well, this kind of sucks."
0: You have to you have to unlock your special moves.
3: It's like they it's like they intentionally designed the game to be not fun. It's like the only, hey, the, let's the, take all the things you love and strip them away and make them generic and shitty.
0: The only thing that's really good in that game is uh, the the laughable FMV FMV cutscenes. And by good I mean very hilariously bad. But well, at least like in a, but, but almost in a so bad it's good uh that's way.
3: Like, that's like saying katana sword, one could say, you know. I mean, those are pretty much the same thing in most cases.
0: What, FMV cutscene?
3: Being laughably bad, yeah.
0: Oh. Well, no, some things are just pathetically bad. Laughably bla- bad actually has to be like that that that's where you're getting into so bad it's good territory.
3: So like uh like Tim Curry going to space <laughs>
0: that kind of oh, thing. that that's that's that that is comedy gold, but like <laughs> some things are just but like, like some things are just not good and boringly so. Right.
3: Yeah, MK mythology is definitely in the boring not good territory.
0: Well, except for the cutscenes. Um but
3: Well, the gameplay though.
0: <laughs> no, the gameplay is horrible. <laughs> the gameplay is atrocious. Whoever know. designed that game needs to be fired. <sighs> if they still work for Acclaim or Midway or whoever.
3: I think that was another uh <clears throat> that was another one player game. Yeah. yeah they had like some weird platforming shoehorn in yeah no not, the, the, the real
0: fun. problem with the real problem uh with the game was in fact the platforming um because the platforming was let us shall we say so much of an afterthought that i that, that Wait, like hold
3: on. hold on i think i know the best way to describe it it was subpar no Behind everybody
0: it was sub zero That yes. doesn't work. Thank
3: you, Ted. That is the joke.
0: No, that didn't work.
3: It's funny because it could have made a much simpler game that would have been much better if you just made yes, it straight they could beat have. Them up But mm-hmm. anyway, let's Anyhow. focus on things that aren't terrible. Um, so, Streets of Rage. Yeah, the original is really good. Two is really good. Three, I remember being pretty good, but doesn't don't feel like it was as good as the others. And it has this weird thing where you had like a character who was like twelve years old and on rollerblades, and I'm like, this kind of yeah. feels weird.
0: Skate man i his name like, was skate
3: should a 12 yeah a little on the nose don't you think you yeah. know should a 12 or 13 year old really be out here like fighting crime it feels weird it's like child i age,
0: think it right? and i think it was streets of rage 3 where there was a boxing kangaroo boss mm. and it yeah, also had a weird. handler and if you beat up the handler um and ignored the Boxing Kangaroo boss, you could actually play as the Boxing Kangaroo after that.
3: (laughs) I don't know. It's It's like a lot of people lost bets and had to put in the thing in the game during the development of Streets of Rage 3. I don't know. It's like... It's not exactly well, I'm, like Streets of Rage is some big dignified thing. But, yeah, like,
0: Streets of Rage never took itself seriously. Even in the first game, your bomb was a guy who drove up what was a cop who drove up in a cop car, regardless of where you were, and fired a bazooka into the into the area, causing large explosions.
3: Yeah, I'm not great uh not great PR for the old police department. There.
0: It was significantly impressive when bazooka cop would show up. On cruise ships and inside office buildings.
3: <laughs> oh boy. As apparently a f it, it was a flight capable squad car, apparently. <laughs> Amphibious squad car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need backup here. Bazooka this area. Firebomb this area.
0: <laughs> uh I got um, my favorite, my, my favorite beat up is still probably the Simpsons. Um, It's just it had really, a good variety
3: really... of like, uh like mm-hmm. bosses and levels and stuff. Like it was a very varied game and it really, you know, obviously being a cartoon, it got to kind of yeah. lean into the silliness and the stylistic, you know, I
0: also really liked the uh, the mini games between levels.
3: Yeah, see, I vaguely remember that's a thing, but I don't really blow remember up the any balloon the is the
0: one things. I can mainly. Oh I can primarily yeah, I do
3: remember that. Yeah,
0: there were others, but blow up the balloon is the main one I remember.
3: Did you actually get anything out of it, or was it just
0: bragging rights? Um, no, no, it it's worse. If you don't pass, you lose a life.
3: Oh come on well that's just classic you know predatory this is hi we
0: yeah. want all of your quarters right like there there's no like there there's this is this is shameless yeah this is shameless uh wallet bad. robbing which <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with in this particular case like at perhaps back then no but as a relic of the past I I I appreciate it if that makes sense.
3: Well, I mean <clears throat> whenever you have the home version it doesn't really matter. So yeah, I guess it makes sense.
0: Yeah.
3: I forgot about those little mini games.
0: I always remembered them because because they had them at the skate rink in Jeff City and they had they had the Simpsons there. Um and That was, uh, and and uh, the balloon game was part of the attract mode, just the main reason I remember it, to be honest.
3: Another random thought that occurs to me is, um. In Final Fight, the end, the original game, the end boss is a dude in a little motorized, an old guy in a motorized chair. So that's also kind of off-putting that you have to like beat up an elderly guy in a, essentially a wheelchair. <laughs> it's just like there's a lot of weird things in these games. Well, I mean,
0: and, he's the one who's, who kidnapped Mike Hagar's daughter.
3: I know he is the villain. It doesn't make it any less weird when you're beating up on a senior citizen in a, you know, you know, it's like, I don't know. It'd be like if you're beating the shit out of Professor X or something. Like it just, it's off-putting.
0: And, and of uh,
3: course you, you, you sent his ass out a window. Yeah. Which admittedly is pretty cool.
0: And in SWAT, uh not what was it SWAT or Narco? Narc maybe. Yeah, mean I there? mean
3: that was a beat-em-up game, so pretty sure that Snark. Is this like the retro game or is this the like Game that came out in like the early aughts or something.
0: The arcade game. Okay.
3: Cause I think they that may have actually been, I don't know, that may have been like a, re- a reimagining, a reboot or whatever of Narc.
0: It was, it was, it was a technically it was a shoot 'em up because you had guns, but it's also a beat 'em up because you were beating people up. So
3: it's kind of like, uh... oh, oh, it's both. Okay. I was yeah. gonna say there's like there's there's games that kind of straddle the line of like shmup and beat em up, you know. It was a nineteen
0: eighty eight game. Um like Sunset
3: Striders and Gunstar Heroes and shit.
0: Yeah. Um and the thing I'm remembering from Narc um was specifically uh, uh the boss of the game. Which was who, who was uh, Mr. Big, um, the the
3: musician? No, I don't think. <laughs> no,
0: no, well, you mean the the hair metal band? Yeah, yeah. But um, no, it was called Mr. Big, and he also was in a wheelchair uh, because he was too corpulent. Oh. <laughs> um, and then when you beat his first phase. He turned into just his giant head on a, um, on like a robo th- thing. And like they took, oh, they, they, they put some rather strong detail into his neck folds. This sounds like nightmare fuel. It really is. It, it, it's like, it, it's one of those, it, it's a game that, that when you play it, and and watch it. You you, at least if if you are sane, you find yourself asking, why did, what were they thinking when they made this? I mean, yes, it's high. fun, but what?
3: Which is <laughs> ironic since they're designing a game called NARC, But yeah, yeah
0: I'm going to go with they were high. <laughs> this is this this made like. There are leaps in logic in this game. <laughs> and there are design choices that no no no.
3: I guess another, another I, trope it, it, that is yeah. mentioning is the obligatory subway level. Seems like there's always a subway level in
0: these. Oh places. yeah. Well, that's yeah. because you're always in you're always in uh in legally distinct from New York. Right. Where you know just As, as we were taught in that, in that historical documentary film, the warriors, um, it's just (laughs) completely full of gangs like everywhere. Like oh.
3: Somewhere between professional wrestling and West Side Story.
0: Yeah, I was always a fan of the a fan of the Mime Gang personally.
3: <laughs> Are we talking Warriors gangs now? Yes. Oh, actually, that's a great segue. Um, the Warriors is a great three D beat. The Warriors, game. yeah, it, it was a two era.
0: It was a. I want to say it was a Rockstar em up.
3: Yeah, it's a Rockstar game. Yeah, it was really fun and, and it actually had really, really good. good co-op.
0: Yeah, it's a really good beat em up with really good co op um i agree with i agree with everything that mike just said
3: it's actually i mean it's just good all around i mean you had the voice acting you had the the like mm-hmm. the music and the good like kind of like design of it like the cinematography like the storyboard kind of stuff and little mm-hmm. scenes and you had little mini games where you like graffiti things and stole like car stereos and shit and
0: yeah and just, and if you were not and... careful um you could get your ass kicked by your own gang because friendly fire was on
3: Right, and you had like little like RPG light elements with like leveling up stats and stuff, and it had like a little like mini-turny kind of mode mm-hmm. where you like fought little skirmish <coughs> um, gang on gang or one-on-one or whatever. hmm Yeah, it's ridiculously, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say it's underrated because I feel like it's sold pretty well, but it's one of those games that you kind of forget as a thing, you know? Yeah. Like no one really talks about it, and you're like, oh yeah, that was really fucking awesome.
0: Oh, right, they... I they didn't just dream. Game. I didn't just have a fever
3: dream where that existed. That really was a thing. <laughs> yep, it is one of those games that's just kind of lost the ephemera. But yeah, just uh, solid gameplay. Yeah.
0: So, and I realized we just sort of listed and, and waxed philosophic about about uh, about beat 'em ups here, like to 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 kind of put a bow on things because we're running a little short short on time um it's a it it, the beat 'em up is a is is unfortunately a is something of a genre of the past i I like it, it is really nice seeing um you know resurgences of it or or you know well, I you feel know. like
3: it's one of those things where it's like, it's always kind of there. It's like, it's not like a main genre that dominates. It's not
0: like a... Um... It was once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, once
3: upon a time. I mean, you know, you have certain genres that are just kind of evergreen with like uh, first-person shooters and sports games. And, you know, there's stuff that just always sells no matter what it is or when it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, beat-em-ups are kind of like, it seems like it's kind of cyclical, like... You know, you won't really have much going on, and then every once in a while something will drop, and it will be like a trend yeah. for a while. It'll be like uh, Castle Crashers or the Warriors or something, and it's like
0: recently the rage four like two years ago.
3: Most of the things, um, <clears throat> most of those examples that are really successful are the ones that manage to kind of like blend that that old school, that kind of like nostalgic classic feel, but have like like um, modern like refined gameplay and like visuals and stuff to it, which doesn't mean like oh hey look it's the most the highest res the most polygons where it's just like it's the it's usually the style you know yeah. like Castle Crashers is a great example of that. Obviously it's very simple, but the style the art of it is so cool. And uh, you know I mean like the Warriors was a more like graphically like modern game but it wasn't like super impressive either, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where it's like, it was it like the fa- the fidelity was enough so that it wasn't, it didn't look fake or whatever. Like it wasn't distracting, you know? Like, yeah, it's all about how, it's all about what you're designing for. Like, and that's a good kind of brief sub segue there is when it comes to the games, like as far as the visuals and stuff behind it, I I find that it's, like, the most important thing is that, like, the visuals match the vision for the game, not that it's, like, the highest tech thing or whatever, you know? Like, there's a lot of games that I feel look better than games that are, like, you know, utilizing the the highest, most current tech. So, for example, Breath of the Wild is just a fucking stunningly gorgeous game, right? But Mm -hmm. you could have games that are, like, have much higher numbers, you know, like, at the time. It's not, like, cutting-edge tech or whatever, but it's, like what is there is done so well. And yeah. it's like very conscious like vision in mind for like what the game is and how it should look and like the consistency of it and stuff. And yeah. I think that, you know, there are <clears throat> there there are examples like that in the genre, like with Castle Crashers where you have like a really good consistency and like direction of what they want the game to look like. Whenever it's consistent like that, it's not just it doesn't seem like a bunch of shit that's just kind of thrown together then Yeah. You know, you can tell in the end result. And some we, we talked about, you know, obviously games we enjoy and played the most are the ones we're going to talk about the most so there's a bit of a you know slant there but i mean obviously you know mk mythologies there's a few exceptions but uh, <laughs> you know there are plenty of shitty shitty beat-em-ups because oh, yeah. you know whenever something's a trend you get shitty versions of it right and so there's tons oh, of examples much. you can find where it's like you know it's like a generic kind of uninspired or derivative game and you can feel it and see it because it's like they just kind of throw some assets together and like, oh, I guess we need a sewer level. I guess we need a subway level. Oh, I guess we need a generic person that looks like this or this type of weapon. And it's like when you're just checking things off a box, you know, checking boxes off a list, you can really tell. Whereas like some of these games, you can tell that people like really cared about it. And that's why they stand the test mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. See, I can make beat em ups profound. <laughs>
0: Ben, you have anything to add?
2: Not really, because you know, um just the original beat up beat em ups were the you know, were the the origin of a lot of the video games we play now. Yeah. You know, and that's so quite... of all
3: your all your uh, quarter emptying days, which mm-hmm. one which one do you think was the most like quarter sucking of them all?
2: The most quarter sucking of them all was of course TMNT i mean that one that's just from a you know this is the game i you know i operated now for me it was new zealand story i could play that for days how did x-men stack up x-men x-men was was a hard game to play by yourself you know um
3: so not as much as you think because you had to have the right conditions right you had to have a group that was consistently playing it yeah that's probably fair because right. I could imagine like, you know, if, if it's empty, you don't want to be the first one. Right. Like that's demoralizing. Right. It's exactly. like, oh, I'm just going to play. I'm going to be kind of bored. I'm going to get my ass kicked. But if there's already three people playing, you're like, hell yeah, I want to get in. On jump that. in. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And see, that's why, that's why TMNT would, you know, would just eat, we, you know, would just eat tokens. Um, because even when you did jump in, you know, I mean, granted, most of the, most of the players were seven and eight years old. Um, <laughs> so the funny thing about TMNT for me was uh, the the difference between the game and the original Eastman and Laird, because I remembered both,
3: <laughs> you, oh, yeah.
2: know? I down. you know, I was going, man, I remember when you couldn't tell them apart, save for their weapons, you know um and also they were horribly violent <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yes, they like were decapitating the people
3: and swearing and dropping f-bombs and like skewering people with swords and stuff and then it's exactly. like dude let's have a pizza it's party time. right exactly <laughs> it's a fucking jarring transition
2: it is it really is you know and you're, you're like uh no because <laughs> i i preferred the original you know i preferred the original because that was some that was some deep you know deep level shit <laughs> um so yeah but yeah, for me, the one that ate the most was New Zealand story because it was cute and violent at the same time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I could get in a little, I could get in a little UFO and just lay waste to everything around me. <laughs> so,
0: I, I'm, I, I, a thought occurred to me here, which will be my sort of little wrap-up thing, that mm-hmm. I think a lot of the fondness that we, that 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 the three of us evidently have for beat-em-ups although you not quite as much because you haven't played quite as many mm-hmm. um but it it all still it stems from memories of the arcade for mm-hmm. i think for a lot of us yeah which yep. is something that i that, that that makes that that every time i think about arcades now makes me feel a little old um mm-hmm. because i mean arcades are like are are becoming a thing again but but they are they, they are becoming a thing due to the power of nostalgia um mm-hmm. for once for M- mike and my generation and yeah i guess we'll include you too ben
2: <laughs> but um, well the other like, thing
3: too is like you know it's the power of local co-op and that's the other big thing yeah. that ties it together it's you, right. it's hard to kind of whether it's at the arcade or at the home version on the couch with your you know family friend significant other it's hard to replicate mm-hmm. the magic of uh, going through and laying waste to a legion of enemies together through that
2: yeah. yeah and and that's the thing is is i remember going to uh to one of the I mean, there was this little bitty hole in the wall arcade uh, in the 70s when I was in junior high where Pac-Man was the big thing, you know, and learning the patterns and things like that, you know, was was there was Pac-Man championships, you know, and that was you'd be hanging out with your friends because that, you know, then you were away from home um, and you were hanging out with your buds and not, you know, <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was uh, definitely nostalgia of the time. Uh, you know mm-hmm. of you know and being with friends
3: well i remember we i name dropped mr gottis earlier and <clears throat> that was a great little uh extension of team bonding after baseball like we would go there mm-hmm. still in our uniforms and play arcade games and yeah. good stuff i remember sonic blast man and goofy shit like that good times right. uh, that was another beat-em-up actually come to think of it yeah it was just a, it was a weird thing where it's like it was a it was a beat 'em up, but then it also had this thing where like there was an actual like um like I don't know what you call it. It's kind of like a mini, it's like a mini punching bag kind of deal. It's like this weird oh, thing yeah. that you would like punch for like a mini game, and it was like one of those test your might kind of punchy things. Like I don't know how to put it into words. It's yeah, like, they, well,
0: they they've got one at Andy B's.
3: But yeah, super weird because it's like you're doing a beat-em-up and then it's like, all right, now it's time to punch this physical. Oh, object. No, it, 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 <laughs> it,
0: so this is a beat-em-up that had one of those as well? Okay. No, yeah. That so, I don't, no, I'm not yeah, you can
3: with. yeah, you should look it up because uh, it's uh, maybe YouTube it or something. But basically it's like a you know, your standard like um, side-scrolling beat-em-up thing where this Sonic Blast Man superhero. And then oh like, the yeah, no each, Sonic it, Blast Man, I remember. Yeah, at the End Sonic of each Blast level, Man. you'd have like you'd go mano a mano with some boss, and it would be like a close up of their face, and you'd have to hit that thing as hard as you could. And then yeah. like depending on how hard you hit it, is how bad you messed them up, and you had to like mm-hmm. reach some sort of like threshold to like
0: win the fight and continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Threshold in megatons.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was an actual thing that you actually hit. It wasn't just like a one of those things where you have to hit a button real fast. Like you actually had to punch the thing. Yes, I remember. So that kind That's kind a- novel. Yeah, no, I,
0: I just I just missed the, the setup there because I was because I was trying to find the term. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you call
3: that. But
0: A- 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 and I think, is the is the term that I was trying I to know, find, man. which is which is nostalgia for something that you have not experienced. <laughs> um, and obviously, we have like we have experienced that, but like it it's. It's something that like the 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 for for those of the of the what Gen X and millennial generations pretty much um like there there's always going to be a, a fondness for the for the memory of arcades. Mm-hmm. and beat em ups were a big reason for that because that was one of the big things that you would have at arcades right
3: yep they're inextricably linked to the whole arcade thing mhm yeah well that's all i got yeah we're already a little past anyway
2: yeah not <laughs> right. much else yeah likewise i think i got everything i can <laughs> i can come up with <laughs> We will talk to you
0: again soon. This has been Neil.
2: The one true Ben.
0: And Mike. And we will talk to you next time on Geek Phanthology. Get out of here, Craig. Go away, Craig.
2: Go home, Craig. You're drunk.
0: Tell you what was drunk today. The fucking weather. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter Q and the number 236,329. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin MacLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, leaving us a comment, liking, subscribing, ringing that bell for notifications, following, rating whatever it is on whatever platform you do that you listen to us on that can help build the algorithm if you really enjoyed this podcast please consider supporting it either by making a one time donation on our website at www.workingtheoryproductions.com through paypal or a reoccurring one at Patreon, patreon.com slash workingtheory a final thought hey we're back